Shut up and sit down. Thank you so much for joining us here on another episode of Cinema from the Dark Side podcast. So uh, today is going to be a really fun discussion episode. We're going to be talking about remakes and reboots and how they work and if they don't work and why and so on and so forth. So uh, I think it's going to be a really fun discussion. Um, Let's go into our first topic, which is movie news. All right. So first thing on movie news, The Batman with Robert Pattinson is reportedly over three hours long. <laughs> so so uh, it looks like DC is dropping its its whole shtick about um, movies needing to be under 120 minutes, under two hours, <laughs> um, which is why the Justice League movie flopped is because there was just so much story to tell and they didn't give enough time to tell it. Um, but Mike, what do you think about the Batman being over three hours long? I mean, the fact that it's over three hours, it's a bit much, right? So I was, I was actually, um, this kind of bleeds into something I was dealing with tonight. So my wife and I were talking about, you know, hey, what movie do you want to watch tonight, right? I'm mm-hmm. on vacation right now, so um, her and I are both kind of able to stay up late and uh, and watch some stuff. So <clears throat> we're talking about what movie we want to watch, what we're, you know, what we're thinking about. And she keeps bringing up all these older movies that are really excellent films, by the way. Shit like The Godfather. Braveheart, The Patriot, shit like that, like just good. What I think are pretty damn good movies. I will, I will literally stop if my wife says, "Let's watch The Patriot." I'm like, done. I don't even care. It's one in the morning. Go for it. For me, it's a. I'm I'm always torn between The Patriot and Braveheart for for uh, for Mm. Mel Gibson movies. They're just so good. Fair enough. So you know, she's talking about, hey, you know, let's watch these movies. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, hope you got three hours to spare. And she <laughs> forgot that those movies are literally all two hours and like 57 to 56 minutes, roughly right around there. Um, and I think that those movies are really excellent. I think that three hours is about my max. I think that is a pretty much where I can sit and say, all right, I'll enjoy this movie. You know, I, I think I'll continue to enjoy this movie. Uh, but once you start getting past that three hour mark, you need to start segmenting a film. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, I would agree. You know, I I could not watch Zack Snyder's Justice League all the way through. Like I I just stuck to the chapters, mm-hmm. um, which was nice. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, three hours is it's a, a medium amount of time. Three hours for me is my like max. You have to time plan frame. for that. <laughs> yes, you do. Like that's not like hey, do you want to watch a movie? That's like no, you have to clear your schedule. You have to be like okay, Friday night we put my son to bed at this time, go right to the movie, and then we go to bed. Like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, movies back in the day were like almost standard between two and a half to three hours, right? I would like, say one and a half to two hours was the standard. Really? For I movies. mean, because uh, like when I think about movies, right, like Scent of a Woman, right? That's like a two-hour film. Um, and then again, those other films that I was just talking about, Scent of a Woman's just a, another, again, movie you that just I just really pulled love. that out of your ass. That, it's it's one of my favorite movies. It's absolutely one of my favorite movies. I fucking love that movie. Al Pacino got an Oscar for that fucking movie. Well, I guess if you're talking um, about like, like dramatic, like, you know, well, like, just older movies, right? Like, like just, really good movies like Shawshank Redemption. Sure. Fuck yeah. But man. I feel like, like the average runtime for like any just random fucking movie is really like one and a half to two hours you know what it is i don't keep watching those movies like 20 years after their release dates (laughs) i don't think about them yeah 
fair enough. But that's yeah, that's fair. You know, you're probably right. But yeah, you're right. I would say average film release is about an hour and a half to two hours for a slightly lengthier one. Right. Um, but the max amount of fucking attention span a film is generally going to get from me if it's really good is going to be about three hours. Fair enough. Fair <coughs> enough. Mike, do you have our next bit of movie news? I sure do, bud. Um, so, next bit of movie news is they're kind of talking about the... And we touched on this previously. Um, and they're just getting more and more in-depth and seeing more connections between the Willem Dafoe Green Goblin being a part of the next Spider-Man movie, No Way Home. Mm. Um, so, they're talking about... It, basically, there was a... a, a interview between Willem Dafoe uh, and he's talking about how you know he's been working on these projects he's been really busy lately and then he started getting really hush hush about a project and he's like yeah you know the other stuff he's I've like, been busy yeah, with I can't really talk about it like basically yeah he's like oh you know what the, the other stuff I've been I've been I've been doing I prefer to wait until we're ready to, to you know for them to come out right like that's being really hush hush on it which you know thinking about it um you I know, mean, but it could really be for anything, though. Like, literally anything, right? But people right. are clinging to it because of the previous news we mentioned, how people are thinking they're bringing it back, um, and obviously would love to. I mean, Willem Dafoe's fucking awesome and creepy and, like, funny. And he, I, I mean, his Green Goblin was great. Um, so Yeah, <clears throat> I would agree. Yeah, so, I mean, people want it to come back. They feel like, especially because of... So the way he re- he responded in that interview, along with... Kevin Feige, 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 I think. Yeah. And the way that he has, you know, uh, been speaking about the Spider-Man project, basically saying like, you know, hey, um, you know, we're handling it this at this every every level, trying to make sure coordination is is going well. So it's a win win for everybody involved, keeping things, you know, down low and and just making sure that things aren't, you know, information is not put out before release and so on and so forth. So because of the way he's talking about it being more secretive and the way that, you know, now they're talking and seeing, you know, Willem Dafoe, seeing that he is really busy, that he could be a part of this project currently and that he's being hush hush about it. Right. They're like, oh, they're trying to like draw lines between them, which, again, would be cool. But this is also the Internet and people in entertainment who or like fans of entertainment who are going to be like, I want this to happen. So I'm going to find a connection. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, but yeah, you know, Hollywood is very secretive about mm-hmm. any projects they do, so he could literally be talking about an indie film that he can't talk about, so yeah, who fucking knows? Yeah, but I mean, either way, it would be exciting, it'd be cool to see, I mean, I'm a, I mean, again, he was big my, fan of the he Spider-Man. Was, he was a fantastic villain in the, in the yeah, Spider- well, yeah. first Spider-Man movie, so yeah, that'd yeah, be amazing. Yeah, he, I would say, for me he was the only good thing about the first set of Spider-Man movies. <laughs> I fucking hated those movies. They sucked for me. Like right? he would, it, for, Yeah. <clears throat> Cause they, I like Spider-Man so much. Um, it was such a, to me, a disservice to the actual character of Spider-Man, those films um, that I, I personally thought that like, you know, it could have just been done a hundred times fucking better. Um, and uh, you know, when they started releasing the, the better, and then again, it, it has its place, right? You can credit that Spider-Man film and its popularity, like that series, for basically making it more uh, economically viable and credible to make a superhero movie. 
right? Which has then led to all of the fucking MCU shit and everything else. Right. Um, so, I mean, yes, it might be a stretch to say it. it is what led uh, exactly to all the, you know, current everyone loves fucking um, sp- uh, superhero movies. Mm-hmm. But, but I think I in, think Spider-Man and X-Men. Yes. Yeah. And I, th- I think that that in a real way it has led to that. So for me. Um, I, I will appreciate it for what it is, um, those the films, but I never really liked them. I, but I, I liked Willem Dafoe's character. I liked the way he portrayed the Green Goblin. I think it would be really cool to put him in a good Spider-Man movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree. I, I still, the line, I haven't watched that movie in years, but the line that There's still comes back to me, <laughs> the line that still <laughs> comes back to me is when he's in full Green Goblin suited up. And he's flying around, and he goes, the itsy bitsy spider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, he it's such a just it's such a good a good fucking movie, you know? Yeah. Or I mean, a good a good character rather. Right. Just such a good character. Agreed. Agreed. But yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely want to see him. That'd be fun. Uh, moving on to our next bit here. If my computer would stop freezing up on me. Those bastards. Um, my computer might crash. Uh-oh. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully not. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Dexter, season nine. Um, so, they are bringing the Showtime show Dexter back. They released a teaser trailer a few months That's ago. fucking crazy. I know. I mean, I loved Dexter up until mm-hmm. a certain season. Yeah. Um, so, at, basically, after the season with John Lithgow as the Trinity Killer, it kind of all went downhill. So... John Lithgow will reportedly reprise his Emmy-winning role uh, in Dexter Season 9. So, um, how they're going to do it, I would assume... Um, I don't know if you've ever watched the show, Mike, but... Um, yeah, I mean, okay. I'm, I, I've am i watched... Here's the thing. I've not religiously watched it all the way through. I thought I've seen a, a decent amount of the series, and I thought it was really well done. Um, at least what, I, what I've seen of it, and... <clears throat> I've seen the season seasons. Is it one or two that he was involved with? Um, it was John just Lithgow. one season. It was. Okay, so I've seen that season in particular because I thought that was really fucking good. And I also love John Lithgow. So I was really intrigued when people were like, yeah, he plays a fucking you know, killer in this. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit, I got to watch this fucking show. <laughs> yeah. So if, if, so if that is the case, because... Obviously, Trinity Killer is in pieces by the end yeah, of the Yeah, that's why season. I'm like, when you said it, my eyes were going like, what the <laughs> fuck? My only thing I can think of is how they're going to bring him back. Uh, like, in, in in the show Dexter, he keeps getting, like, visits from his father. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just his cycle, like, his subconscious, like, and it's, oh, and it's his father. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think Like, through that, his training. Right. Like, I think it would be something like that, where... His subconscious is bringing up a form of John Lithgow, um, and he just talks to him at random fucking times. But who knows? I that's just that. that's just a guess. I could see that. That would that would be I would say the most viable possibility. Yeah, but we'll see. Um, I'm still we're still waiting on like even what the plot point is about for the new <laughs> new yeah. season. So who knows? Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see that. My, I know my wife is a huge Dexter fan, like humongous. So she keeps trying to get me to rewatch the entire series. Yeah. 
I'm sending. By the way, I'm sending you a video of what my fucking computer screen is doing. Oh no. <laughs> it's fucked up. But uh, anyway, uh, why don't you? While you're looking at that, why don't you go ahead and talk about our next piece? Yeah. So this, I'm really excited about this. Right. Uh, so. <clears throat> Charlie Cox is going to return as Daredevil and you and I have talked about this and like our desire for this to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, he is going to return as Daredevil though in a much more uh, minor role in a show um, in the show Hawkeye on Disney plus. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that Disney has or Marvel, which owned by Disney um, has reacquired the rights to the defenders th- instead of Netflix, which is why it is no longer on Netflix and all those shows got canceled and shit. Um, they are going to bring Charlie Cox in as as Daredevil in the the Jer- uh, Jeremy Renner Hawkeye show, the series that they're going to be having, which is cool. You know, I'm interested to see what the the. I mean, everyone makes the joke about Hawkeye being like, "What a fucking worthless Avenger!" You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he just shoots a bow. Um, but at the same time, I'm interested to see uh, what this show is going to be about. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a Disney plus subscriber and I like the content, so we'll see. Um, but other than that, I mean, I'm just, I'm super fucking excited and and, and I'm actually really hopeful. They don't know if it's going to be, you know, anybody else coming in, uh, from the defenders shows, right? Like Mm -hmm. the individual shows like Jessica Jones, um, Luke Cage, stuff like that. Uh, certainly hope it's not the fucking iron fist or whatever the fuck, uh, that guy can, can (laughs) suck a fat one, but, uh, whatever spirit fist boy but um the (laughs) the i love the jessica jones series and that'd be really cool if they brought like her character and her back into something in disney plus um but yeah i mean charlie cox coming back uh for sure as daredevil is i would say one of the more exciting superhero news pieces for entertainment on a regular basis that i will tune into for sure Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yep, yeah. agreed. It's I'm super fucking excited about it. Like I, I, I know we have talked about it. I would say at length and and numerous numerous times um, on the podcast. But I fucking love his rendition of. I would say it is the the only good rendition of Daredevil that they have ever been able to do in the entertainment industry thus far. Agreed. Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. Now I will say, uh, Ben Affleck's Daredevil. It's a guilty pleasure movie yeah. for me. I know it's bad. Yeah, it's it's corny. It's like shitty corny, but like I get it. I enjoyed the movie as a kid. <laughs> but I but I also feel like Ben Affleck <clears throat> actually did prepare for the role for the role. Sure. <laughs> and and like so while it is, you know, it's 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 campy, it's corny and whatnot, it, I I still like to watch it from time to time and I don't know why. <laughs> no, listen, I get it, right? And it's got Colin fucking Farrell as the as <laughs> as, as bullseye. bullseye, and like it's it's such like a I mean what uh, Kingpin is fucking Michael Clark Duncan, which um, was awesome. Rip. I like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like the movie itself is is enjoyable, but it's not a good rendition of the character <laughs> at all. It's um, not. But it's an enjoyable movie, especially for the time it was made in. I like the fucking movie, but yeah. I can't say that it's kind of like um, how I enjoyed the um uh fuck i'm drawing a blank on his name now for some reason american history x oh my god i literally watched that two nights ago 
Yeah, the name. I can't remember the guy's name. Edward Norton. Thank you, Edward Norton. Um, I don't know why. Sometimes I always blank on his name like when I'm trying to think about him. But the Edward Norton um, Hulk, I liked his Hulk. <laughs> I liked that fucking movie. Yeah. And, and Wait, why, why are you saying that like so, it's a bad well, thing? Well, so many fucking people are like, oh, yeah, he wasn't great. I'm so glad that they fucking put Mark Ruffalo in it. And like all that shit. Mark Ruffalo plays a good Hulk. I think he plays a good Hulk. I think he play it's it's a decent rendition. I think it works well with the other characters in like the the Avengers series. And I don't know that the um Edward Norton Hulk would have worked as well. I, I I'm not really certain. I mean, who knows? It, it depends. <clears throat> True. Um but I, so I, thought, I, I, I think... thought you were trying to say like uh Edward Norton was was uh surprisingly better than Eric Bana. And I was like, no. that fucking movie sucked ass. No, that movie was dog shit. Um, <laughs> I'm talking about just like the fact that like, like let's say Final Cut, like the most recent um, rendition of a character where I think that the Mark Ruffalo one fits really well with the MCU as it stands. And um, I think that the Edward Norton version was a million times better than the OG fucking the, the like the original live action film version that they did, which was dog shit. Um, yeah. So for me, I would say like it, it was. It's tantamount to saying like I enjoyed it, but I do feel like the current version is just better. Right. Agreed. So same same thing with Daredevil. The current version is just better. Yes. <laughs> like yes. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Moving on to my next bit of movie news. Uh, this one's kind of funny. But Star Wars, former Boba Fett actor, lashes out at Disney over Slave One <laughs> name change. So this is just kind of a funny thing. Uh, so here, I actually, I have not sent you the link. You have to look at the Twitter posts to see what's going on here. Give me a sec. Yeah. But essentially what's happening is for one of their toys for the Slave One, they changed the name. Slave One. Yeah. I mean, that's not, that's what it's always been called. I know. It's just, it's just so funny because it's like, Mom, you're going to be so proud of me. I'm Slave One in a Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just sent you the article. So, basically, Mark Anthony Austin went on a whole tirade uh, because they labeled it Boba Fett's Starship, and the name is Slave One. So on his Twitter account, he posted a picture of Slave Leia and said, Starfighter, Le Starfighter Leia, according to Disney. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Just what a, oh, my fucking God. And then, and then he posted another one where it was uh, that scene in The Mandalorian where Boba Fett, uh, like, gets back his Mandalorian armor. And... It's a video on Twitter, but instead of him blasting the stormtroopers, it says, Disney, this is way too violent. Let's redo it and have him say, go away on the oncoming stormtroopers. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> so basically, this guy is just trolling Disney for their fucking stupid ass antics, which I, I, uh, I get. I get it. But like. Uh, and, and then the last one he did, he said, Dear Disney, in regards to Star Wars franchise, if you don't like it, don't buy it. Simple. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, but like, 
at the same time they have to be super i mean they're disney but more more than that every I mean, fucking body and their mom wants to be upset about something so they're gonna either have a slew of people upset about and don't, don't get me wrong i don't i don't disagree with his sentiment like the name is the name you don't have mm-hmm. to change it it's like when fucking um steven spielberg changed all the fucking guns in raiders of the lost ark to fucking walkie talkies you know what i mean it's fucking retarded um so you don't you don't have to make these changes because of the current climate because they are what they are. If that's right. the name on the script, that's the name. At the same time, if the person's not referred to as slave one in the in the movie, if it's not like a canon thing, like having a like a gun in a movie, right? Like, oh that guy has a gun. Um or like Han like solo shooting first type shit. You know right. what I mean? Like he clearly shot first. You you didn't have to make those changes. In this capacity, it was a small change that would have, generally speaking, gone completely unnoticed if it wasn't for somebody wanting to bitch. Well, here's the thing, because, and here's the thing, I do I do agree with him. If I saw a toy package and it said Boba Fett Starship, I'd be like, no, that's fucking Slave One. What's happening here? So, <laughs> I, my my thing is, is like, when... When a company does something for the sake of like, oh, we want to be respectful of people's feelings and this this ship name Slave One is just too offensive. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, it's fucking not. Slaves are a real thing. We understand that slaves are a real thing. Yeah. And I mean, this has nothing to do with slaves. Especially if you didn't name the fucking ship. That's just the name of the ship. It's Slave One. Like, who Mm -hmm. gives a shit? Um he goes on, uh, he goes on like a whole tirade of, tr- uh, of tweets. He posts a picture of Slave One, and he said, "This is Slave One. Period. Bye bye." And then he goes, "Damn, this dude's just so salty, dog." <laughs> this one is funny. He says, "When applying for personalized plates for my car, the DMV would not allow Slave One." Okay, I understand. Had to try, but I get it. This Disney idiocy, however, not buying it, not confirm, not conforming to the mouse, no siree, not gonna happen. <laughs> when I was growing up, I loved Disney. No more. Like he is, Jesus, he is so, so pissed. So, I mean, that dude, he maybe needs to just chill the fuck out like a little bit. <laughs> I I I one hundred percent get the sent the sentiment because it's it it's stupid to change something that doesn't matter. Correct. Correct, but, and again, totally agree with the sentiment behind it. It is stupid to change something that doesn't matter. However, I don't think anyone would have known or cared if he didn't say anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the shit where it's like, you can champion something, but, like, champion something that, like, will matter. Because right now, all he's doing is just painting a fucking target on his back and being, like, a dick about it for no fucking reason. Well, I don't think he's painting a target on his back. He's not saying anything deflammatory towards anyone except for Disney. Well, true. But So I don't I think it's just like I think he's like the drunk guy who's just ranting in the bar and everyone just kind of ignores him. I get yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's you know what, that's an excellent thing. Again, like and you can agree with some of the scandalous shit that the drunk guy in the bar says. But at the same time <laughs> it's how he fucking goes about it and like how he doesn't pick his fucking battles. <laughs> Yeah, so that was just a little bit of a, of a fun <laughs> movie news segment there. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, Mike, so you got one funny. more? Yeah. Um, 
All right, so this one um, kind of in line with uh, a bit of movie news. I think I read uh, in our previous episode, um, not same movie by any means, but they're talking about new costume reveals. Um, mm-hmm. So we've kind of talked about costume reveals for the the Flash movie um, or Flash series movie. Um, yeah, uh, and now they're talking about the Shazam two movie. So they did a reveal uh, for new costumes here um, in a tweet. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, basically, uh, they were like, hey, you know what? Don't know how long we can keep the new suits from leaking. So, you know what? Here they are. Here's a fucking pick of the whole cast here. Um, right. And uh, I, I I, do like them, right? So I've I've often had issues with updated fucking <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, d- costumes for a lot of them. I think they all look pretty fucking sick. Like, they, they look, like, meaty, right? right? I think they're going in the right direction with these They ones. don't look as cartoonish. Correct, right? So, like, I think the problem that I actually had with the previous Shazam, and I, don't get me wrong, I get it. Shazam is kind of, like, more of a goofy superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it, the in the movie, a lot of the costumes felt really cartoony. Yeah. Um, and in this, it feels like they're going... They're toning it down a little bit. Yeah, they're bringing it more in line with the the current like climate of superhero movies, right? Like it looks, they look pretty fucking good. Like they all and they all have like a, a similar theming of like this braided fabric, uh, mm-hmm. like this kind of like layered scale braided fabric with like metallic but not metallic like uh, accents on everything. It looks really good. There's like Almost. uniformity, but it's different. Almost, it's almost Man of Steel, like Henry Cavill Superman-like, but not really. Like, it's like yes. within that same, there's texture to it, essentially. Yes. I think, yes, absolutely. I think that that's, that's a good way to put it. So, yeah, that's cool. I'm excited for Shazam. Love the first one. Uh, can't wait to see what they do with the second. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm with you on that. So, last piece of movie news. This one's got me a little bit excited. Um, I've talked about this kind of thing before, how I feel like, uh, especially within, like, Marvel movies, there is an overuse of CGI where a practical effect where, in some scenes, I think would look better. Clearly, Thanos fucking throwing a planet at Tony Stark can't be done practically, so I understand there's a need for CGI on that. But I just feel like they rely on it too much. Um, So, this one... Suicide Squad has more practical practical effects than most of the MCU combined. Nice. So James Gunn um, is basically reporting. Uh, he says, it's a much, much rougher film than any Guardians of the Galaxy. Everything is. It's almost completely practical. The biggest sets ever on almost any film ever. I was able to take all of the heads of the departments that I've used on other films and just do a best of. Uh, Dan Sudik, who's doing our special effects, was just saying this morning he's doing more uh, he's doing more special effects, more live special effects in this film than all the Marvel movies he's ever done combined, which is every single Marvel movie that was shot in Atlanta. <laughs> and, and so it's just more grounded, darker, gorier. So that's a quote. It's going to be James sick, Gunn. dude. Yeah, I cannot wait. I love a movie that utilizes practical effects. Oh, yeah. And you can tell, like you can just oh, yeah. tell the quality of it, man. Hundred percent, like uh, like Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. Fuck yes, dude. Just so it's so good. Like when when you can use the practical effects, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, 
Agreed. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some movies that just they need that CGI element to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I just said, Thanos throwing a planet. Yeah, you're gonna need to use some CGI. Or to, you know, feel- to have a giant with purple skin. Right. <laughs> but I mean, well, you could technically do that with a suit. Yeah, I feel like it would look a little clunky and shitty. Yeah, <laughs> true. But I mean, Nebula they did with, that was all practical, mostly. Yeah. Except when she was disassembled. We but, get, uh, again, but you know. Kind of. But I'm but I'm just saying, like, I, I like when the, when it's all, when, when you can tell things are practical effects. Mad Max Fury Road being a great example of it. John mm-hmm. Wick being a good example of, uh, of it. Um, yeah. I'm, so I'm excited to see Suicide Squad even more now oh, that yeah. it's like more practical than any other superhero movie. So I'm pumped. 100%. I'm with you on that. All right. So that is it for the movie news. A little bit longer this week, but that's how things go sometimes. Yeah, some exciting S- shit to look at. Exactly. So uh, what we decided to talk about today, because uh, we've touched on it before, but we've never actually like gone in depth um, we're going to be talking about remakes and reboots and if they work, if they don't work, and what reasons uh, they work or don't work, and just go from there. So this came up because I saw a trailer for the movie Candyman, the new Candyman coming out. Now, I was never a really big Candyman fan, um, but I mean, I just I saw this trailer, and obviously I'm ju- this is the definition of judging a book by its cover. But just the trailer of it does not get me excited to see the movie. And I'm like, this is going to be a fucking flop. Like, I'm just pretty much expecting it. I know Mike said you had, like, a different opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, you know, that's just mine. But what's what's your take on, I mean, Candyman? We can start there. Well, so I actually, so I know about the story of the Candyman, right? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of its existence. But I don't know, like very much about any like previous movie and we, we were kind of like chatting about it a little bit before i don't think i've ever seen a Candyman movie before um and i mean i could just be a fucking idiot who lived under a rock and never saw it but um i don't remember ever seeing a Candyman movie that being said um number one it's being made by jordan peele who is like don't get me wrong like a comedian and all that shit but lately and when i say lately i mean several years at this point i think He's a, like a critically acclaimed director. He's making pretty good movies um, mm-hmm. that people I would, seem I would to agree. like a lot, right? Like, um, I don't think it's going to be a flop. I think it's going to be pretty good. And once I saw the extended trailer, the first trailer I saw, right, I kind of got the impression you got, and I also didn't know it was made by Jordan Peele. Um, so I just got like a snippet where I was just looking at it and going like, meh, like it's just going to be kind of your run-of-the-mill horror movie guy you know goes crazy blah 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 right like fuck it who cares right um and then i sat down and i watched the extended trailer um for it and i i thought that it just looks really like not jump scary and again this is i've talked about this before with my horror movie desires but like going away from like remake not remake because i i am unfamiliar with any previous rendition of the candy man in a movie um it is it looks like this this really cool like suspense build and not so much jump scare but just like really creepy and fucked up um which i'm kind of more I a fan that. of and i'm and interested in seeing 
Um, I was not interested in seeing it on the first uh, on the first take, and even um, on the extended trailer when I watched it, it was before I knew Jordan Peele was even involved. Like I never paid attention to like the credit portion of it. I just saw the initial trailer said, eh, fuck it. Um, and then I watched the extended trailer when it came out, got way more interested. And then somebody had mentioned Jordan Peele's involvement. And then I rewatched it and waited until the end credits saying like, Oh, Hey, Jordan Peele's making this movie. I was like, Oh shit, that's pretty cool. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm more excited about the fact that it looks like there will be a decent horror movie. Um, as opposed to any concern about um, a remake, like if it's good or not. Right. Yeah, you know, this, I I was going to bring this point up later, but I think this kind of segues. I think remakes work better when you're not, when you don't know that they're a remake, if that makes sense. Yeah, when you don't have vested interest in the original. Right. So I think people will respond to things differently when um, they're not aware it's a remake, like such as like Red Dragon, Um, you know, Hannibal Lecter. Red Dragon is actually a remake of the first movie, which was called Manhunter, which came around before Silence of the Lambs. Not Mm -hmm. a lot of people know that. Yep. But I fucking love the movie Red Dragon because I didn't know Manhunter existed. Mm -hmm. Red Dragon is a good fucking movie. I know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I watched Red Dragon, loved Red, Red Dragon. I still watch it to this day. Mm-hmm. Years after I first watched it, I discovered that Manhunter was actually the first film. And I went back and watched that. And I'm like, this is garbage. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like it, like, it was the same exact story. And, and here's the thing. It's not really garbage. It's just, it's older. It's campy. It, it doesn't have the realism that Red Dragon does. Mm-hmm. So... No, I, I don't disagree with you at all. I mean, I was actually going to mention some shit like this. So uh, in, in certain movies, right, that uh, – and this does play really well into part of the conversation that I wanted to have. Um, okay. So uh, there are a lot of remakes, right? Mm-hmm. And I would say more than people would ever think. Um, oh, 100%. There's just uh, – it has to be at least half the movies that are made are remakes of shit that people didn't hear about because the movie is so fucking old. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that nobody thought to look back that far. Um, because as much as we want to say people are innovative and original, they're not. <laughs> no. Um, and so, you know, there's movies like, uh, for instance, <clears throat> I actually have a little bit of a list that I was starting. Um, number one, m- my favorite movie of all time is The Count of Monte Cristo. There was a, a remake done in 2003. I knew it was a remake. Um, granted, the original was very popular in its time. It was a black and white film from, I don't right. know, the fucking 40s, 50s. Um, but uh, it was a popular film in its time. I don't think that people in 2003 n- like knew about the original. They probably knew about the book. Um, or at least I would say a good number of them that probably saw it in theaters uh, didn't know about it. Um, but I fucking love that movie. Don't ask mm-hmm. me why. I just really enjoy it. It, it. Like every aspect of that movie, I love. Well, that um, that actor, I forget his name at the moment. Jim Caviezel. That, no, the other one. Jim Caviezel is good too, but the other one. Yeah, yeah. The he um he plays um. Uh, at uh, for guy in Memento, Mondego. right? What's that? Yeah, guy from Memento. Yes. Um, he plays Fernand Camondego in the movie. Um, I know who you're talking about. He actually plays guy in Pierce. another. Yeah, he plays in another remake that I fucking love versus the original. And again, it's an old, old movie. 
Hold um, on. It was Let me see if I can figure it out. It was remade in the 2000s. It was remade in the early 2000s. Go ahead. Shut up. Let me see if I can figure it out. Okay, hold but on. Guy Pearce is a good eye. fucking. He's a good actor. Talk about a Count of Monte Cristo while I'm looking at this. Yeah. Well, okay. So I mean, I can t- I can tell you about a lot of different remakes and shit too. But like, well, I mean, okay. Hold on. Was it uh, L.A. Confidential? No. Um, Fuck. It's a very old movie that was remade into into something I think in the early 2000s. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna figure it out. Uh, Rules of engagement. No. Damn it. I, I could be wrong on the release time frame, but it was definitely... Um, okay, what's the name? Like, oh, no, I know it. I know what? it. Time Machine. Yeah, The Time Machine. <laughs> yeah. Dude, The Time Machine, he did a really good job in that movie. That was a really good remake. That was a um, fun... That was a good movie. I like yeah. that. Um, but so he, you know, he's played in some good remakes that I like. Uh, but even even, like, not considering those, right? Like, let's talk more about more recent shit, right? Like... Shit like, uh, you know, remakes that can be done well versus remakes that can be done like shit. And I think that you're right. I think part of it is thinking about how, okay, um, do I have a vested interest in the the original? Like, do I am I expecting something out of this remake? Am I expecting something out of, um, you know, what what I'm seeing here? Or um, is it is this something that's new to me, but it is a remake, right? And I think that that right. all comes down to the age range of the person watching versus when the movie originally came out and so on, right? Mm-hmm. So that being said, uh, like remakes that I think were done shittily um, were like Ghostbusters, right? And I, and I understand that that's yeah. like... Uh, uh, that's more of a reboot because it's still... Well, I mean... But yeah. It's a remake, I, yeah. right? It's I mean, They're basically... They're not remaking the film shot for shot but they're remaking ghostbusters (laughs) well the reason why it's more of a reboot than a remake is because the ghostbusters of bill murray and and them all exist in that universe oh as well yeah yeah Yeah. so that's why like it's uh, that's more of like a reboot yeah i would yes yeah okay fair enough um okay here's here's another example tmnt right oh god Um, now the original movies were not like fucking they amazing yeah. movies or anything they, they were weren't really, oscar winners no but they were fucking really like fun right especially watching them as a child like it was really fun to watch them um and then you know looking forward to like what it turned into was fucking weird and unappealing to me oh, 100%. Um, pretty much in like every aspect of that so mm-hmm. as i you know sat there and watched the remake um it Are just wasn't about- are you talking about TMNT or the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like uh, the live action one? The live action. Okay, gotcha. Because um, TMNT was like a CGI one. Um, I think I might be talking about that one. Sorry, I was I was CGI, but like in live action world, right? No, no, no. Okay. Oh. So there's a movie called TMNT, which yeah. is all CGI, all of it. Got it. And then there's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that Michael Bay directed, which shocker, it was shitty. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's it's kind of where I'm where I'm coming from is like there's a lot of movies that were again done um, as like a remake or or a reshot that could be done well. Like to me, again, Spider Man, right? Technically remake. That was a complete remake of the fucking franchise. Right. Um, with with uh, Andrew Garfield. Twice. Way way fucking well, yeah. Now twice, <laughs> but both times they were done exceptionally well. The remakes. As opposed to the originals. Um, and, uh, and you know, I I find it 
uh, really like interesting to to think about like what um, what makes the remake good right for me um, what leads me to feel like some remakes are worth doing and others aren't now yeah there's there's that knee-jerk reaction sometimes where you have like especially if you're really vested in the original and you go that remake's gonna be shit they can suck it right like mm-hmm. um, I know my wife uh, is a massive fan of Beauty and the Beast um, and when they remade it, she's like, this is okay, but, you know, it's not the original. Like, pfft. you know, none of that shit. And I always I always talk shit to my wife, and I'm always like, yeah, yeah, let's go watch the better Beauty and the Beast. I'm talking about the live-action <laughs> one. Um, and she fucking gets which, super pissed off. Which I get, which I agree. Yeah, I actually do think it's better, but yeah. at the same time, like, it pisses her off to no fucking end that I, like, talk about it isn't like that, that. Isn't that the best where it's like, yeah. you know where to <laughs> dig into your wife? Like, my oh, wife. Fuck yeah, dude. My, like currently, my wife is like super into basketball. Like she's always been a basketball fan. <laughs> I just talk shit throughout the entire game, <laughs> like <laughs> because I know it annoys her. Oh yeah. But but like I was just like they keep like the game is nothing but fouls and pretend falls. I'm like I didn't come here to watch a drama class. I came here to watch a fucking sport. Yeah. What is so this I'll fucking say, soccer? I'll make, so I'll make comments like that all the way through the game, and she's like, "Wait, shut the fuck up!" <laughs> Got him. I know. Yeah, I mean, so so for me, I mean, there's there's a lot of like, uh, like remakes where, like for instance, okay, let's let's just do a quick scroll down here, right? Of of so so for instance, there's remakes that I didn't know about until I was kind of like I was doing a little bit of research because like there's remakes that I like, um, that I know are remakes. There are remakes that I've liked that I did not know were remakes, uh, and that I don't think a lot of other people know that they were remakes, right? So I did the exact same thing, and we <laughs> probably have the same list. <laughs> Maybe, but like, fucking The Departed. Yep, was that technically was technically a fucking remake, dude. I yep, had of uh, no, international film. Yeah, which was a, a yeah, it was an international uh, film Hong from Kong. from like I think like five years previous or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had no fucking idea, right, that that movie drew inspiration or was a remake at all, right? And it was so critically acclaimed in the U.S. of for being like this fucking super amazing film, but in reality, it's like they didn't come up with that idea, right? Like everyone was like sucking on their D for like such a good movie, but it wasn't their idea. Right. Well, I don't think, well, let's be clear here. I don't believe they stole the idea. No, I just, I just don't think people read the opening credits long enough to, or thoroughly enough to see that it was, you know, inspired from, yeah. Internal affairs. No, and I, I agree. I don't I don't think that, like, I mean, I think that there would have been a way bigger fucking piece of news information had they done that. Because I think the people who created the, the fucking international film would have been like, yo, um, we're going to fucking sue you. Right. Right. 100%. <laughs> but, but um, you know, I, I do think that, like like you said, right, people weren't paying enough attention saying, hey, here's what we did. Here's, like, the 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 way we did it um and how how we you know are, are gonna fucking like i guess deal with um uh our remake everyone was just like right. oh this is an, an amazing idea and you guys did it so well and don't get me wrong the performance was amazing but i had no fucking idea 100%. that was a remake yeah me neither obviously because the film is from hong kong like mm-hmm. the, like a lot of the script is going to be 100 percent different 
just yeah. even just from cultural differences. I was going to say culturally, it would have to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But I mean, so it's not like they just remade a movie. They definitely did a lot of work to it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I mean, but like you. OK, so like, for instance, Hills Have Eyes, right? Yes, rapey for sure. Um, but was that movie fucking cool when we watched it in your house as kids? Yeah. I mean, we shouldn't have been watching it, but it was awesome. We were in like middle school, high school. It was fine. Um, (laughs) super. That part for me was super intense. (laughs) Dude, it was, but, um, it was, it was still like a really cool fucking movie because it was so fucking like crazy, right? Like it was just so like, what the fuck is this? Right. Um, and, and, I mean, frankly, it was still, like, a pretty scary fucking movie, and it hit the marks I think it was supposed to hit, right? Like, 100%. At the end of the day. So, for me, um, to to think about the film, like, that was an excellent remake. Um, right. Did, but, again, I didn't have vested interest in the original. I was, like, a fucking teen uh, mm-hmm. when I saw the remake. I had no fucking idea about the original film. Right. Um, you know. And the same, the same could be said for the movie I Am Legend. So he didn't know that was a remake either. So, so I am legend was based off a book. The book was very popular. It was written in 1954. Mm -hmm. Um, but they made a story. The story has been remade twice before I am legend. Okay. So once in 1964 under the title last man on earth. And then again in 71 as the Omega man, the Omega man, (laughs) What so, a yeah. silly fucking name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, you know, and that's the same thing. Hardly anyone knows that there was a movie made about I Am Legend before. So the Will Smith I Am Legend is the only thing they know. And they thought, you know, it was a great movie. <coughs> um, the thing with, with the thing with remakes for me, and that's the main point is like, I feel like I have to n- not realize it's a remake in order for me to enjoy it more. Um. Because take uh, any of the fucking horror movies that they've fucking remade over the years. Friday the 13th, complete Mm -hmm. garbage. Fucking Nightmare on Elm Street, complete garbage. Thanks again, Michael Bay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, What else has he fucking done? He's done literally everything. Yeah. So, yeah. It, so and I'm noticing it's all these horror movies that I realize I get really pissed off about when it comes in terms of remakes. Mm-hmm. I remember me and my wife watched Pet, the new Pet Cemetery, and we got done watching it, and we're like, "Well, that was a waste of our fucking time." Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, the, it's especially for horror movies. I feel it's hard to remake them because there's certain things. Um, that happened in the original, the way the story is told, the ambiance that they just can't recreate with the with like new stuff. Because, I agree. Like take Halloween, for example, one of my all time favorite horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they cre- they did the f- most fantastic job of creating suspense, actually creating horror, not just jump scares. Some Correct. of it's campy. Yeah. Some of it's well, I mean, sure. a lot of the old fucking style horror movies are <laughs> like that's what the, how they were made, right? But I mean, and then you jump to Rob Zombie's Halloween when they remade that, yeah. and I mean, <laughs> here's the thing, and I and I and I'll defend this part. What I liked about Rob Zombie's Halloween was they gave Michael Myers a little bit more of a backstory. So yeah. in the original in the original Halloween. 
Michael Myers is a kid, trick-or-treating, comes home, stabs his sister, and there's no explanation for it whatsoever. It's just like, oh, this kid's yeah. crazy. So in the in the new one, like he has a shitty home life, he's being bullied at school, he mm-hmm. kills the bully first. Then that night kills his stepfather because his stepfather's an abusive drunk. And then he kills his sister because his sister was mean to him. And then you mm-hmm. actually see him growing up throughout, you know, the mental institution mm-hmm. where he was, you know, placed. And you just <clears throat> see his slower descent into madness. Yeah, like not giving a fuck serial killer like coldness. Right. So I give the Rob Zombie version that. Because it, it it gave me more insight into Michael Myers, mm-hmm. but then he fucking Rob Zombie does what I, he always fucking does with <laughs> any of his movies, yeah. and he's just like, oh, here's a fucked up rape scene where like these two hospital oh, workers yeah. oh, are yeah. raping a female patient, and then you know Michael Myers has his way with them, so it's just fucking it's weird dude 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah yeah rape rapey as fuck i know exactly what you're talking about um i i will say i agree with you and that, and, and this is actually something i i was thinking about when we were discussing you know talking about like uh the the remakes and shit and like new renditions of things and shit because i actually saw the the trailer for the new halloween movie oh yes 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 um and i thought it looked Pretty good. Um, so well, yeah, did you so see the 2017 one? The no, I did not see the 2017. Oh, one. dude, you gotta see the 2017 one. <laughs> it is so good. So here's what you need to know going into the 2017 one. Yeah. So that's when Jamie Lee Curtis comes back. Yep. So what they did was basically anything that happened between the first movie and the 2017 Halloween never happened. They yeah. erased they erased all that history. Nice. So it's literally Michael Fresh Myers. Start. So the way the movie starts is like they give you a brief synopsis. It was like so after the first Halloween movie, Jamie Lee Curtis has pu- pushed him out of a out of the window and he lands on the ground and then mm-hmm. he looks they look back and well actually Loomis shoots him, sorry. Um they look back on the ground and he's no longer there. Mm-hmm. So basically he was picked up like two miles away from the house and he was yeah. brought back to the mental institution and he's been there this entire time. Okay. So that's the plot. So that's a plot of 2017. He breaks out and um, yeah, I mean, I thought that movie was fucking fantastic. It, it brought back the, what I loved most about the, ho- the first Halloween movie. Okay. So you definitely need to watch that. I mean, I'm down. I I just I I had never um I had never done it so or never like ended up watching it so, um, yeah I I just I saw that that was like I was wondering because I know that you liked the Halloween series that's why I was like yeah I'm curious what you think about the the new movie because it looked the the fucking trailer looked good to me man and every time they they remake or make a sequel to my fucking favorite um like Halloween uh, like horror character it's dog shit mm-hmm. so. Um, one th- one thing I also so sorry no I don't want this I don't I don't want this to turn into a review for the 2017 Halloween but um, <laughs> yeah so my favorite parts of the Halloween 2017 is the fact that it kind of makes fun of itself okay so there's this doctor who's been working with Michael Myers inside the mental institution ever since you know the first movie and that doctor meets Jamie Lee Curtis. 
Okay. And Jamie Lee Curtis goes, huh, so you're the new Dr. Loomis. Like, they, it, like, they play on it, mm-hmm. and it makes fun of itself, because that's the whole thing you're thinking throughout the entire, entire movie. It's like, oh, this guy's fucking Dr. Loomis. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, nice, yeah. So, yeah, you, you should definitely watch it. Yeah, um, I absolutely will. Um, but, yeah, so they have... Uh, <clears throat> They they have kind of getting back to remakes and shit. I'm I'm trying to th- like look at a remake right that I I maybe didn't like the original but was aware of it, um, right. but liked the original or like the remake. Um, and I mean it's not impossible to find, um, but I would say that for me I can tell you that most of the remakes that I seem to enjoy a lot are the ones that I had no vested interest in the original. Um, right. And, and, and vice versa. A lot of the remakes that I do not like, um, I frankly just enjoyed the original. And also, to be fair, a lot of the remakes I don't like are shitty. Um, like, right. Like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's oh, a God. bad fucking movie, right? Like, it's it comes into play where... You know, the original one, yes, is super fucking corny and, like, lame. But at the same time, it's a good fucking movie. Like, it tells the story it wants to tell and it's funny and it's, you know, I mean, it, it's a good movie. Um, yeah. I, I, okay, here's one, right? So, <clears throat> I am a huge fan of the Chronicles of Narnia. And I'm talking about the fucking, like, three, the three VHS tape OG Chronicles of Narnia. Um Jesus Christ. Yeah, so I uh it was a one one movie separated into like two or three VHS tapes. Um because it was so fucking long. But I remember as a little kid, cuz I grew up not having a lot and like my grandma had that that movie at her house and I would go over there and like house watch for her or whatever if she was out of town. Um and I I really liked watching it. Yes, it was like a a, a really old movie, so like it wasn't like Oh my god, the graphics! I'm like, this is so fucking good. I'm like, oh man, look at that. But the, the story was really cool. I thought it was just really interesting. Um, and then they remade it, and I thought it was a good remake. Like they did a good job. They didn't like miss a bunch of dumb shit. It was more visually appealing, right? Because of all the the newer technology that they had. Um, there was funny shit like where. <laughs> Aslan showed up and he's like, ride me. And he's like this fucking humongous like thing. It's like funny shit like that where it's like, okay, that was unnecessary and weird, but <laughs> still good. Like it's still a good movie. I thought, and, and I have a vested interest in the original. So I'm wondering where that line is, right? Where is it? Is it because there was such a vast difference in time from one to the other so that any shortcomings or any, differences let's say that would be off-putting for me from the um original to me right which in this case would be the original um cinematic to the new um would be offset by like the visual improvements right that's the same case with planet of the apes oh yeah yep so i was never so i i was obviously aware um, of the original Planet of the Apes, the whole screaming at the Statue of Liberty, damn you, whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so when I, 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 I was never like a big Planet of the Apes fan. Fair. But I mean, and I, but I know the, that those movies were iconic of their time. Mm-hmm. But you know, they waited like 
you know, 40, 50 years before they, you know, remade the movies into yeah. what I know them as now, which I find them to be fucking fantastic all the way around. 100%. So, yeah, it's kind of the same deal. It's like if you take, because even back then, Planet of the Apes back then must have been so fucking difficult to even remotely pull off. Think about all the fucking hair and makeup that fucking actors had to go through to dress up like monkeys. It was fucking mm-hmm. crazy to think oh, yeah. about. Yeah, the practical effects. <laughs> yeah. You know, what we were talking about before. But, mm-hmm. I mean, even even back then, though, it, like, for the time, it looked fucking fantastic. These, it looked like there were talking, walking, fighting monkeys. Like, yeah. It was... It was crazy. But hold but on, then, the remake that so you're talking are you, you are talking about the most current set of remakes, correct? Yes. Yes I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know that other remake that was done. Are you you do you remember oh, that God one? Oh god damn it. That thing I, was dog shit. Mark Wahlberg, yeah. I'm yeah, not, that yeah. was a I pretend that bad, never happened. Bad fucking set of, of films. It was only one movie. No. Uh we uh Mark Wahlberg only had one Planet of the Apes movie, dude. I promise you. Was there only one? It was only one, and okay. it was so long you thought it was two. <laughs> it was bad. Like, <laughs> it was such a bad fucking movie, dude. I just remember... Oh, my God, dude. I remember being so fucking bad. Yeah. It was bad, dude. It was Oh, horrible. my God. It was just... Ugh. Yeah. But no, here's, no, no. here's what I do. Like, they did take those practical effects, and they did make them slightly better. Like yeah. those prosthetics were a little bit better than the original, but I mean, oh God, it was such a shitty story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I am obviously talking about the new ones, rise, dawn and, uh, war. So, yeah. which were an excellent set of films. A hundred percent. Like not even a question. hundred percent. hundred percent. hundred percent. hundred percent. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, so I think it really depends. I feel most horror movie remakes never work. They only do it to make a quick buck. Yeah. Um, for you know, nostalgia House purposes. Of Wax. Yeah. House of bad, Wax. Fucking bad movie. Halloween. Fright Night. Um, <coughs> and this goes for sequels too, right? They're not even remaking, but like, because with like those old campy horror movies, they didn't have to remake them. They just had to make additions to them um, that yeah. were all bad. Like, I love Friday the 13th, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a big Jason Voorhees fan. Uh, I, I, I like the original set of movies. I always thought it was really cool because, again, he's in that same vein of really scary dudes who didn't have to run after his victims, never did, right? Oh, yeah. He was like this crazy, undying, like, faceless beast. Um, and I thought that that was really cool. Um but at the same time, like, they just kept going uh, over and over and over and over, like, Jason X and fucking just, like, stupid, like, Jason in space, basically, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then it, it was just a bunch of dumb shit that was totally unnecessary, not good movies at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it was really just, a, I would say, a disappointing mess to see shit like that. Um and I mean, yeah. like like you said, right? Uh, with those horror movies, I I think it is to make a quick buck. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, and it's unfortunate. And Michael Bay is the fucking worst of them, dude. He's, he's the <laughs> fucking worst. <laughs> really, he really is. <laughs> like he's seriously is the fucking worst. Shit. 
he has does not he care. has made so many shitty fucking movies. <sighs> he literally did the almost he almost did the big three. He just didn't do Halloween, but he did Nightmare on Elm Street and he did Friday the Thirteenth, and they were both fucking garbage. Yeah, he just didn't care. Right, like that's kind of the big thing. Like he just never gave enough of a shit, I think, to like really mm-hmm. pay like homage to the actual um like the the stories. Like he was just like, "Nah, fuck 'em." Yeah. And I was just it like, was so bad. Bastard. I'm actually going through his IMDb. Right yeah, he's now a douche to bag. see what fucking shitty movies he <clears throat> He just knows how to make explosions, right? Like that's kind of the the he's like he he kills it with explosions. <laughs> yeah. Uh hold on. Well, uh, I mean like okay, for, so remakes, right? Some shit that they did um that I would say was decent mostly because I didn't care about the original story it was like the original King Kong in in the 30s. It was mm-hmm. like so so, right? Like fuck it. It, it. it clearly looked dog shit. Um, yeah. And like then they made the King Kong in the 70s slightly better and then they made the king kong in 05 which looked good mm-hmm. but it was the same story which they didn't ruin the story it was basically the same thing that was a clear improvement because there was no to me intricacy in that story and i've seen the one from the 30s like i've seen these movies um and you know i'm i'm not really uh overly like i i don't think there's anything to be overly critical about in some shit like that, right? Right. You can't you can't be critical of like you know the new King Kong movie versus you know the old one, which was clearly just a dude dressed up in a monkey suit. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Like, you know, and then movies. Okay, so for instance, um, something I didn't know was a remake, uh, but I find to be fucking hilarious. I thought it was a standalone. It was Mr. Deeds. Um, that's a remake. Uh, from a very old movie. Oh, I remember um, that. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, so Mr. Deeds, uh, and, and it's like Longfellow Deeds from um, wherever the fuck, uh, like a Virginia or whatever, Mandrake mm. Falls. Um, yeah. And that, that, that story, like the original movie, took its story from an opera, and then that turned into an Adam Sandler film. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, I liked the Adam Sandler film, it was fucking stupid, which is what I liked, right? It was funny. Um, and, like, for instance, okay, so The Mummy, right? The Mummy has mm-hmm. had two remakes, right? So the original was in the 30s, then the one in fucking 1999, which I love, mm-hmm. um, right, with Brendan Fraser. And yeah. then you have the dog shit Mummy oh with Tom Cruise in it, right? Like, so you have these... <clears throat> I. I don't know if it's because they try and change things with the times and it's like where we are used to a specific storyline that don't get me wrong. Like I will say us um, with how many sequels they created for the that what I would call the original mummy in the 90s. Um, and then, you know, they, they the mummy, two was OK. Um, the Scorpion King was like an offshoot where the rock was like, oh, I'm the rock and I have muscles. OK, cool. Whatever. It was an all right movie. It was kind of lame. Um I mean, it was very lame. If yeah. you watch it now, you're like, this is dog shit. Yeah, it's super lame. I mean, it's got fucking Godsmack as a fucking soundtrack, right? Like, it's <laughs> it's terrible. But it's still like, yeah, whatever. You know, dude's swinging a sword around. Who gives a shit? Um, but, like, it had some, like, offshoots that were, like, fine. They were decently successful. But, like, you have 
enough sequels where like the sequels started getting like shitty, like pretty shitty. Um, so you kind of go like, oh, okay, you know, <laughs> fucking, I'm not really gonna get too much into this. Um, and uh, and and then you know you make this remake and you go, okay, Tom Cruise, you know what, dude's a good action star. He just is. He's got the track record for it, right? Like, mm-hmm. yes. Fuck it. Like, give him a shot. New one sucked. Oh, horrible. <laughs> like, it was so bad. Horrible. Um, You know, it, it just, it, it's not even that it was, like, a different story, because it was, and, like, I'm good with that, right? Like, if you want to redo something, I think that that's actually the formula to, to go for, right? So, yes, make it make it a different story altogether with, like, some, some nods to the past um, so that, you know, it's like, hey, this is the mummy. It's kind of the same franchise, but it's... It's a different mummy. It's a different scenario. Okay, cool. Like, fuck it. I'm down. Well, here, here, there, but that, I, I think that sets, like, that, that statement, like, if it's different, it's fine. It sets a different, uh, precedent, like a dangerous precedent, because we all know that there's movies that you don't fucking touch. Like, you know, like, if they came out tomorrow and said, we're rebooting, we're remaking Back to the Future. Everyone would lose their fucking minds. There's no way you can do that. I agree. No matter how right. much you change up the story, no matter how like different it is from the original. Well, yeah, because you that don't just becomes like time machine, touch, right? Like it's yeah. just. I mean, they've done time travel as a story so many different times, but right. like, there's no. Yeah, you're right. There's no way to change that, right? And right. to like make it, you know, different. What I will say, uh, so like, I and I didn't. I didn't hear anything, I guess, about this movie when it was remade, and I didn't watch it because I didn't really care about the... Not that I didn't care for, I did not care about the original, was Point Break, and they made a 2015 remake. And mm-hmm. I didn't hear, like, that it was dog shit, right? Like, it was, I think... Oh, I heard that, it was dog shit. Oh, you did? I oh, yeah, say, because oh, I love Point Break. Oh, see, I, 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 I like Val Kilmer. I like, you know, I like uh, some some shit with with like some of the actors and stuff it was or not Val Kilmer I'm sorry I'm an idiot I was about um, to say why did you bring no, no. up Val Kilmer I was thinking about the saint um so I was uh <laughs> I like don't don't I like Patrick Swayze and shit um I like some of the stupid shit he was in as a as a young man um like movies and shit um like Roadhouse and shit but uh the I didn't care about the movie right and I didn't you know, normally when you when you see a movie come out, especially a remake, people won't shut the fuck up about how good or bad it is. Right. You know, and Agreed. I didn't remember hearing a bunch of terrible shit about this movie. You know what? You want to know why? Why? It's because everyone knew it was going to suck and no one went to see it. They were like, I refuse. You know what? Fair enough. To see this piece of shit. Well, that's that's why then. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> mystery solved (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah but yeah there's just some movies that you shouldn't touch you know point break was on the tipping point of whether or not you could touch it or not that's fair i mean uh you know i just remade godfather (laughs) yeah they did (laughs) they tried but i mean when um when um um fuck i i had a train of thought it's gone now sorry bud it just derailed. Oh, um, what I was going to say, when I when it comes to re- like remakes or reboots, you know, whatever the definition is between the two, 
I, I feel sometimes you have to do, like, keep rebooting things to keep them from getting stale, such as, let's take the most obvious one, James Bond. Mm-hmm. James Bond's been fucking rebooted by mm-hmm. so many different actors throughout the years. 100%. But that's because there's always a new story that they want to tell with him, right? And I think that right. that is, that's the cool part about, the, I think, th- you know what, y- you're right, but I think that that is in a league of its own only because it is essentially just known that every like so many bond films, there's gonna be another bond. It's not like here's the story beginning end. It's like, it's kind of like Sherlock Holmes, Mm -hmm. right? Sherlock Holmes has a bunch of stories. Granted the best one to me is the Benedict Cumberbatch series. It's so fucking good. I rewatch it all the time. Dude, it's so it's so good. But like the movies, good. They're good movies. Right? Um and I wouldn't be opposed or even like bat an eye at make having them make a different set of movies or a different series with a different actor, and I would give it a shot. Like I wouldn't be like put off. I'd be like, okay, yeah, because it's they've done it with so many different characters and i mean even beyond just those two Mm -hmm. before those two characters or those two actors there's been other sherlock holmes's granted in shittier renditions of the stories but like or or like you know smaller series in the past or you know whatever even if it's like educational series they've had them and so when it becomes so spread out like that it almost becomes expected to see a different one and then you go "Eh, it'll be good or it'll be bad we'll see (laughs) <laughs> right, like it, there's no like, there's no. I bet you that's gonna be dog shit, or oh, this is gonna be amazing, right? Like as a lot of people do with remakes, they're gonna go, you know, they, they, everyone looks at remakes so critically to say that was shitty, that was good, or this is gonna be the best or the worst, as opposed to yeah, we'll see. Like you know, it's been done right. well and it's been done shitty before. Like we'll see what it what it turns into now. Yeah, I, I yeah I agree, dude. Um, I mean. I, I I don't know. Like I have a love hate with uh love hate relationship with remakes. There's some I love, there's some I obviously hate. Uh in terms Where does of Total like, Recall fit in that? That's a remake and it's shitty. Yeah, I, I agree. I just it's, wanted to it's know terrible. Your feelings are it's fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. Listen, agreed. you're you can you can like so what I feel in terms dictates <clears throat> a remake. Something that has a good story but was executed shittily that people would like to see it made better. So, speaking of an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, Mm. this just popped in my head. Running Man. Fucking cool story, but was very poorly fucking executed. Mm -hmm. So, if they remade Running Man, I actually might be excited for it. Okay. Okay. So, you, you know what I mean? So, like, I love yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, if they were, sh- like, how many times have they fucking, how many Terminator sequels do they need? They don't need, we need a <laughs> Running Man fucking remake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. you know what, dude? Okay, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Better or worse, RoboCop. <laughs> God damn it, that movie was terrible. Hell Yeah. Oh my god! You know, it's, it's so funny because there's obviously remakes that are just like so fucking bad, but like that they, they, they completely fell. Literally, before you said that, I <laughs> forgot that there was a new RoboCop. Oh, like, bro, yeah. <laughs> well, how could you possibly forget? 
It's because amazing. Out, trauma. I blocked it out. I need it's to so <laughs> it's so good, dude. Like it's so fucking good. Um, <laughs> I I love shit like that. See that to me though, like if you're gonna remake a, a movie and like I don't think they tried to make it poorly, but if you're no. gonna remake it and remake it bad, you need to go full fucking bad. Like that was, <laughs> that's how you bring it back, right? <laughs> like I'm into that. Um, oh, you know what? Here's a movie that was remade, probably unpopular opinion. Thought it was really done. Uh, thought thought it was done really well. Remade, Red Dawn. Really? Yeah, I liked you Red Dawn. You liked the new Red Dawn? <laughs> I did. We're talking did. about the one with Josh Peck and Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Ugh, dude. I liked it. I don't even want to do this podcast with you anymore. Nice. Well, here's why. Okay, here's why. Right? I don't think it was better than the original. They made a different story. <laughs> they just switched the countries of who invaded. There wasn't and a different times. story. It was who a, gives it was a different. shit? Okay, so they it had cell phones. Different, here's the thing. No, nice. <laughs> no, here's the thing, right? Like, you could have... Yes, there were corny and shitty parts in it. Like, I'm not saying the acting was amazing. I'm saying that it was intriguing enough to draw my attention, and I've watched it more than once, right? Like, the original was a really good fucking movie, but the remake was still interesting enough because it was set in a current time and current like ways of manipulating our like economic system and the way like our country works and like how they infiltrated and everything like that. It was all something that was adapted. They didn't try and remake the movie as it was. They changed it. I would, I appreciated that. I thought it was good in that regard. I'm not saying it was some fucking critically acclaimed, amazing movie, but I liked it. I liked that part of it. Uh, I mean, I get, I, I, I guess I understand your reasoning, but just because it was made in a new time and they updated it for the time, doesn't mean it's impressive what they did. Uh, no one said it was impressive. I just you thought just it said was, it was impressive. You just said I, I was impressed. I was, I was impressed with the fact that they didn't make a dog shit like remake, right, of a fucking movie that is so well loved, right? That's like, it, okay, here's the thing, right? If you see remakes as like we've been talking about most remakes as they they're mostly bad, right? Mostly and they, they there are some generally ones that, are yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, and there are some that are good, good, but most of those are remakes of shit from the thirties. True, right? So you're talking about a remake from a movie in the eighties that was really well loved, right? And is a fucking good movie that was not a piece of shit, right? That alone speaks volumes to what they did to it. And that's impressive because it could have been the worst fucking thing you've ever seen based on the love of the original and the fact that the original was so good. Right. I mean, but it was one of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. If you think that's one of the worst things you've ever seen, there are plenty of worse you, things. You realize that movie sat on a shelf for three years, right? It was finished three years before it came out. And, be, and they were like, oh. nah, it's too shitty. We can't release this. <laughs> Literally, you realize that's the truth. Yeah, like, well, you know, I'm apparently easily pleased in some capacity. <laughs> I thought it was good, dude. I liked it. I liked the movie. I didn't think it was some fucking amazing film, but I liked it. <laughs> like, would you rewatch it now? Probably not, but I, I watched it more than once when it came out. Ugh. I mean, there's so many better things out there to watch. 
but again, when it came out, I was like, man, not bad, man. Like, I'll watch it again. Yeah. No. I don't uh, think it's something to, I, again. I think I turned I'm it not, off halfway through. I was like, I'm uh, not see, this yeah, shit. no. But again, we disagree on, on a <laughs> lot of things. Like, I think the new Aladdin remake was the shittiest thing I've ever seen in my life. And um, I think you're fucking crazy for thinking I think it the Lion King remake was good. Shit. No, I think the Lion King remake was better than the Aladdin remake. <laughs> Nobody said it was good. You said it was good. You no, said you liked it. No, I did not. I you said I liked it more than the Aladdin one. That's not because you made a comparison. Because when you we made a comparison. Talked, no, 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 motherfucker. No, 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 no. When we started talking about the no Lion King remake, <laughs> don't you fucking cut me off. When we fucking first started talking about the Lion King remake. I bet you like the Wicker Man. <laughs> you fucking said, I liked it. It was good. And I was like, are you fucking crazy? I said it was fine because it was fine. There was nothing inherently wrong with it other than the fact that it was Lion King. Uh, like version Beyonce album, right? Like that's that was the problem I had with it more than anything else because it basically was a shot for shot, which is. Again, if you're going to make a shot for shot with like quote unquote real world graphics in it, fine, right? Like I don't give a shit. There's nothing inventive about it, but there's nothing inherently wrong with it either. <laughs> it's when it's when you take a movie, put bad acting in it, and then try and pass it off as something cool and new. It is dog shit. The fucking new Aladdin remake is terrible. I will die on this hill until fucking the end of days. It is dog shit. Listen, I'm not trying to praise it as the best movie ever. I'm just saying I like the Aladdin remake over the Lion King remake. I just see again. That's it's fucking crazy to me. It's fucking crazy to me, yeah. The light, dude, oh, this could be a whole nother podcast. It absolutely could be. And I, I won't stop saying the same thing over and over. I'm not going to stop. <laughs> it was so bad that I literally like, I shit you not. When I was watching the Aladdin remake, I almost turned it off because I could physically feel like the, the, my muscles tightening with how much I disliked it. But I was watching it with my wife and I was like, I'm going to let her watch the movie and I'm going to spend time with my wife. It was I just checked the fuck out because I could feel myself tensing like it was just like a stressful situation oh my God. of me being angry. You are crazy, dude. <laughs> I And it was a, I just couldn't fucking handle how much I hated it. You are crazy, dude. There, there but, are major know. criticisms of that movie. I'm not saying there isn't, but I'm just saying. The fact that you like the Lion King remake over the Aladdin one. At least the it's Aladdin there was one added some fucking originality. There was nothing it literally did wrong to you, with it. It literally, said the, it literally did the, the thing you said earlier, which was it added elements to it so it wasn't shot for shot, and you appreciate that. L Aladdin fucking did that. No, here's the problem. If they made a new era Aladdin movie with some poor fuck in the 20th, 21st century... Like in New York? Fine. Yeah, Fine. <laughs> Right? You're remaking the story at that point. It is not Aladdin and Agrabah. It's Aladdin and fucking NYC. Right? <laughs> Whatever. But no. They put Aladdin and Agrabah and added dumb shit to it and made it dog shit. The only thing about that movie that held any weight was the fact that Will Smith actually did a good job playing that role. Which was a fucking long shot because it is not easy to play that role 
after fucking, you know, the original being so well loved and revered, right? Like remaking that character alone, Will Smith, I was surprised was able to, and I love Will Smith, was able to pull through. But he was the only fucking one who did. Fine. Moving on. I don't care. Terrible film. I'm I'm done with you. So let me ask you this. So this just also just popped in my head in terms of reboots, remakes, so on and so forth. So we've been treated to multiple different Batmans as well throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, we had Christian Bale. We had, uh, fuck, you just said his name, Val Kilmer. We had mm-hmm. uh, Michael Keaton mm-hmm. and George Clooney. Uh, yep. Ben Affleck as well. So I think it's just become part of our routine in our life to just expect a new Batman at some point. So I don't think yeah, people I don't think people get upset when people are like, oh, we're rebooting Batman, like such as Robert Pattinson. Like no one's really upset that Ben Affleck isn't Batman anymore. Some people are, but not really. Again, I think that that bleeds into the the idea behind Sherlock Holmes, fucking James Bond. Like it's it's happened so much it but is here, expected. But here's the thing. Do you <laughs> think that could work for a new Iron Man? For mm. a new Wolverine? Mm, no. No, I don't. I don't think so either. And and but the, there's a reason, right? Like so be, especially with superhero movies, right? Um so because Batman movies were being made in an era where superhero movies were not popular, right? They were not mainstream by any fucking stretch of the imagination, right? Right. Like you had old, old Superman movies that were popular, fell out of popularity, like basically boomer movies, yeah? Yeah. Um, they're not bad movies, right? Like the OG ones, Christopher Reeves, like they were good. I liked them, especially for their time. Um, but, you know, you had Batman movies, basically DC, like two DC characters movies and they were it um like superman movies stopped being a thing and then they started doing batman movies where what like trying to think each of them like averaged like two movies one to two movies tops roughly i mean christian bale i think is the longest with three correct but christian bale i would say in my opinion i think for our generation is the definitive batman well also, if you include both cuts of the Justice League, Ben Affleck was in was Batman three times as well. But I think that I I legitimately for me right I will right. say for me and I think that a lot of people think that a lot of people in our generation would would agree that the finer set of Batman movies were the Dark Knight films. Mm-hmm. Yep, I would agree. Yeah, I mean so, but that's not but, only but Christian Bale; time, that's also Christopher Nolan as well. Because he is just a fantastic filmmaker. Mm. Well, sure, but it was a good team. I just mean in right. terms of like the person playing them, who they see as Batman in their head. Nobody's fucking picking Val Kilmer out and going, yeah, Val Kilmer, he's my Batman. Like, no, they're going to go, oh, Christian Bale, yeah, Batman, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Where, because that came out like when we were in high school. Middle, you know I mean? between middle and high school, yeah. Yeah, like the series came out throughout that time span. And so it was kind of us growing up with that cinematic Batman. Um, granted, obviously, as young children, I remember watching all the other Batman movies um, and enjoying them. Like, they were fucking cool superhero movies. But, um, you know, I think that kind of going back to, like, the Wolverine, right? Right. Even in 
what I would consider uh, eventually shit films. Wolverine was an awesome character in the X-Men films, the original ones. Yes. <clears throat> in fact, so awesome that he's the only one that carried over legitimately to all of them. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So, so and, and he just nailed that fucking role, right? Mm -hmm. And I cannot imagine seeing someone else do that role because... I'm if you look at like the comic book persona of him and like the cartoons and everything, he just nailed it. Yes. Right. Visually yes. and performance. Yes. Um, to a point where I, I just feel like I don't think that they, that it would be impossible. I just think that it would be a task that would be scrutinized to the fucking T. Right. right? I, I feel so bad for any <laughs> director who tries to take that on. Oh Yeah. Dude. I think that that's going to be a problem for them. And and I think that, that the reason, um, you know, uh, that Marvel shit took off so aggressively uh, for, like, Avengers and stuff was because of Iron Man. Yes. And and 100%. I think that that is a, another, again, it's a hard, it's a hard take to, to go on. And that, I mean, it saved fucking dude's career. Yeah. Uh, in, in a big way. But at the same time, like, I mean... He plays it so well, like this cocky piece of shit who, you know, had went through this like character development and from start to finish of the whole Avengers series and then him dying at the very end and it being over. Right. Whoa, like spoilers, bro. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, I don't feel so good. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that that being. It was like a perfect end. Now, if they want to like reboot the whole story and recast everybody, I mean, good fucking luck, right? Like, mm -hmm. they'll probably do it in 50, 60 years and say it's original. Um, but I mean, they can, I, I feel like even <clears throat> like five or six or, you know, five, between <clears throat> five to 10 years from now, if they wanted to recast, you know, Chris Evans, Captain America, I know, uh, I know Falcon is now technically the new Captain America, but I'm just saying. Yeah. If they didn't do that, and if they wanted to reboot Captain America five years from now, I even think they could do it then. Like, I don't think really people care that much yeah. about Captain America's story arc versus, or, you know, Chris Evans, you know, playing the role versus Robert Downey Jr. playing Iron Man. Well, I agree, because Chris, because it was, Iron Man is such a personality-driven role. Right. Or at least, at least Robert Downey Jr. made it the one. Yes, right? indeed. And <clears throat> Captain America is, because he's such an old character, um, just in general, of creation. He's one of the oldest comic book characters ever, um, if I'm not mistaken, in terms of, like, American comics uh, from, I think, the 30s. Yeah. Um, he's so, old as fuck. Yeah. So he's very bland in terms of source material uh, for personality's sake, right? Like, he is very, like, I am America guy. Yeah, soldier, good guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, very robotic in terms of, like, if you look at the old, old comics, right? There's very little about him as a person and having a personality as much as just a paragon of, like, justice, right? right. So there's only so much that he could bring into that role. And, like, yeah, it was interesting, and, like, he's a cool dude, 
to like play uh, in the role. And like he visually was like, yeah, that's Captain America. Cool. But he even in like the Marvel movies, he didn't bring a bunch of like uh, personality to it. Right. There wasn't like, oh, shit, that's fucking Captain America, dude. He's awesome. No, it was like, all right, whatever. You know, not a big fucking deal. Iron Man, it's like, oh, shit. You know, he's this like philanthropic rich boy fucking cocky dude but like he at his core is like this really caring guy who's got like this these daddy issues and shit and like he brought that all with it and I thought that that was really fucking well done um and and it's it would be in a big way looking back at it I think that if something is overwhelming overwhelmingly successful in its own right based on the performance of the actor not the substance of the script it is incredibly mm-hmm. difficult to replace that person yeah i i right? 100% I think that, agree i think that that is i think that um fucking what's his name jean-luc picard <laughs> mm-hmm. uh yeah. as as professor xavier looked like fucking professor xavier more than any other actor could ever look like professor xavier yeah. dude 100% but, but James McAvoy played a better fucking Professor X, dude. Yes, so by good. like by by a million times. So good. He's he he played it better. Yes. He played this like super intelligent, but like he brought he brought personality that wasn't even really there in the comics, but he brought it and made the character something more than just a fucking brainiac. But what's what's what they did <laughs> so well with those X Men prequel movies is they get so Professor X was always just the character that was like. Oh hey guys, this is happening. Go there and fix it. Like he was the mission was giver. Yeah, that's all he did. Yeah, but, he was the floating head for the Power Rangers. <laughs> like that was yeah, yeah, exactly. And in the pre, in you know you know uh, uh, oh my God, Days of Future Past and First yep. Class and stuff like that. He, you found you you discovered his roots and he really developed that character. So by the time you reached, you know, uh, Dark Phoenix, he almost beat like throughout the movies he matured and Mm -hmm. he in dark phoenix he was essentially a younger version of patrick stewart's character yeah and i mean in in, here's the thing right because patrick stewart looked so much like professor xavier yeah in movies like logan like old man logan there was no reason not to use him because his part was so non-substantive that Mm -hmm. You just needed someone to look like Professor Xavier. Dude, he was so good in fucking Logan. He yeah. was amazing. He's telling but Wolverine like, to go fuck himself. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, but it. I mean, like, he's he's a good actor, and like yes. that's where it comes through because he didn't have to play a substantive role in the film. Yeah. Right? And I think that that is where... And also, he didn't have to rely on a bunch of other people. I think that those original X-Men movies were not good, Right. I like I liked number one. Yeah. Uh, number two, which was I can okay. agree with. Three was shit. Um, which one was three? Was three the one? Three was Last Stand. Yeah, that's the one where everyone died in the house. In the beginning, uh, or was that two? Did everyone die in a house? I haven't uh, watched Phoenix. that movie in so long. Yeah, yeah, I think it was because the second one was when um they went to the dam for yes. for Logan, for, right? Okay, yeah. Yes. So, so the the third one was the fucking worst right oh, yeah, i actually like i like the second one because it was so wolverine focused because they knew they were like they knew where the money was coming right, <laughs> right? like everyone loved wolverine yeah um uh but 
they went and and did the uh like um she became phoenix right um mm-hmm. in the house in the very beginning of the movie and professor xavier got murdered Oh, okay. I, I literally remember Jean, that. You're talking about Jean's, yeah, Jean, like at Jean Grey's house. Got it. Yeah, okay. and she became Phoenix, and then all of a sudden, Professor Xavier died. I was like, this is the dumbest opening to this fucking movie that they could have ever done, ever. Yeah. And it was just that really so wasn't even done. the opening. That was like halfway through. It felt like the opening because nothing else <laughs> happened in that fucking movie until then. <laughs> yeah. Um. It was just. It was just not good. I did not like it at no, all. No, I didn't but, like, like it either. Yeah, I mean, but that's kind of where, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I, I try not to be, like, overly picky, right, about shit like that. But it was so fucking bad to me that I couldn't look past it. And and those kinds of characters were like, oh, I'm going to recast Jean Grey. Fucking do it, dude. Like, I'm, I don't give a fuck. Um, right. You know, the, there was, at this point, if it, because James McAvoy, as he gets older, right, if they were to make a fucking another x-men movie put them in there i'd, I'd be down that like, would be absolutely amazing yeah like i'd be if super they, down if they remade the x-men let's say when james mcavoy is like what third like um, like late 30s early 40s now yeah if and they want to make them make up him well no 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 if they waited like 20 years mm-hmm. and just waited till he got to like 60 or oh, something yeah. like that, and then they remade the movie with him as Professor X. That would be fucking amazing. Yeah, it would be fucking amazing. Oh, God. That just because I mean, hard on. he's he's forty two right now. Yeah, dude, that <laughs> so would be like, amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's he is he's just such a good actor. But hundred oh, percent. I mean, not just about him. I think again, if a character or if an actor, right, regardless of the writing of a script, can bring the personality a likable personality to a character that's where you see that character being harder or that actor being harder to be replaced for a character in the minds of the viewers not just the creators of the film um you know it's not just like oh yeah he played a really good one it's like no no no, that is iron man that is this person like that's who Mm -hmm. they fucking are so yeah, agreed. Um, so we're getting close to the end here. I I did want to wrap up uh, with, w- is there any movies that you think, from your past movies that <laughs> you either liked or disliked, that you think should be remade? Oh, I know it's hard, right? Bro, I mean that's you sprung that on me like, <laughs> like a fucking like a wild man. If you got something in mind, you go for it because now okay. I have to look in my I have to look in my 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 favorite movies folder. So I'll start off with my controversial pick. So <laughs> this movie had a star-studded cast when it came out, star-studded. Okay. So whoever decides to remake this. If they decide, they better fucking do it right. I think it could work only if they do it correctly. The Outsiders. Okay. So, I mean, when you look at the, you know, Matt Dillon, Rob Lowe, Ralph Macchio, Patrick Swayze, Tom Cruise, like all those people were in one fucking movie. Mm -hmm. And while it was a, it's still a good movie that I like to watch to this day. Right. But. It's aged. Like, the scene where they're running into the fire, uh, into the house, and it's on fire, looks so shitty. Oh, yeah. 
No, I, I, yeah, I can feel that. Yeah. So, so I like I said, only if they do it right. Like they have to fucking be so precise in their decision makings. If they were to do that movie and remake it, mm-hmm. um, it's such a tight rope to walk. But I, I, I would be okay with a remake of it if it's done correctly. Okay. Um, I will, I will like to divert real quick cause I, I covered over a movie that, um, I, I hate the remake for, and I'll, I'll get to a movie that I'd like to see the remake of death at a funeral is an excellent oh British comedy that was yeah. made in 2007. Really, really funny movie that was made in 07. It's a British comedy film. Super funny. Like the humor in it was spot on. I mean, it's British humor. It's dry. I get it. But like really fucking funny. They remade it like as a Chris Rock, like all black film, like a black family, which is whatever. Right. But it was so poorly remade. It was like they didn't. It's like they tried to make it like the original. Here's one of those things where they that this remake was one of the remakes where I wouldn't I wasn't super invested in the original. I wouldn't have cared mm-hmm. about a remake, but it feels like they tried to shot for shot remake the original um, with an entirely different theme behind it, which is how you fuck up. Right. You're right. either going to make a shot for shot remake or you're not. So you need to commit to one or just move on. And they they tried to do one while fucking it up. And that's the problem. Um, but that's, you know, fuck them for doing that. Uh, okay. <laughs> but sorry. So that I just I saw it in my thing. I was like, nah, fuck them. He's like, um, I gotta say it. I yeah, say I think that shit pissed me off. I remember when I saw it because that was a that was a good one. Um, and then there, oh, fuck. I actually just had the the movie that I I wanted them to remake. Um, fuck. There's a couple I was just looking at, but mm, no, I got another re- one. Go ahead. They could never remake that. <laughs> Spawn. We need a new Spawn. Oh, yeah. 100%. We need we a need, new yeah, Spawn. Yeah, 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 yeah. We definitely need a new fucking Spawn. Um, what a, what a, just a cool story, but what a, a bad movie. Oh, dude, <laughs> terrible. John Leguizamo was the fucking clown. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was so, so terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, so not, not a, not a good film. Why but I mean, fuck? such a, again, such a cool story, but yeah, it definitely needs to be remade. And I think they're in the process of doing so, if I remember correctly. It's probably in development hell at the moment. Oh, I'm sure it is. <laughs> um, do you think they could ever make like a good remake of, uh, of Jurassic Park? I that was a movie that they failed at now. I um, did not mind the, fr- I did not mind the first Jurassic World. I, I I mean it wasn't great like the first Jurassic Park by mm. any means, but I mean it was definitely. You more don't think watchable. the first Jurassic Park was a really good movie? Huh? You don't think the first Jurassic Park was a good movie? No 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 no. I'm saying obviously Jurassic World was not as good as the first oh. Jurassic Park. Fair, yeah, true, big facts. But I I do feel like Jurassic World was better than the sequels <laughs> of Jurassic Park. That's. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. I was trying to think of all the sequels. I liked the second one enough. Um, but after that, it got real I mean, real if fucked. you take away Jeff Goldblum from the second one, it's That's nothing. True. 100%. It's nothing. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're, not, you're not wrong. 
Um, so I would say what would be really cool to redo. Um, so these are these are some for me obscure films that I I just liked, mm-hmm. but um, I think that if they redid this, well, uh, Secondhand Lions. I'm a fan of the movie, but I think that they could redo it. Okay. Yeah. You know, I I do like that movie. Um, I'll watch it every <laughs> once in a while. And here's I mean, here's why I think they could redo do it. With some improvements. Yeah. Here's why I think they could redo it. The the flashbacks were kind of poorly made in the movie, yeah. but the movie itself was kind of just like a. Again, Michael Caine, great fucking actor, and then Michael even the Caine. other, yeah, Michael Caine, uh, <laughs> and the other guy who I I can't remember his fucking name, also a good actor, right? Like they played in this movie really really well. Um, and then the silence of the, or the fucking, um, Sixth Sense kid, um, all of them played, but it's such a dated film and there's no, like, I think serious viewer investment in the film that it would, I don't think it would like flop terribly. I think a retelling of that story with more modernized filming ability and, um, fuck throw Michael Caine back in the shit, whatever, (laughs) but like he's still around. Um, you know what I mean? But I think they both are fucking a, um, but even if you don't throw both of them in just two other kind of elderly, funny actors, you could, you could really remake that film and give it a fuckload more life. Agreed. Um, Yeah, I could see that. And then, uh, because I am a fan of that movie and I probably watch it at least once or twice a year because I just like the story. Um, okay. And then, uh, the silent hill films, (laughs) Oh my god! Because See, we could do a whole other episode about vi- like game um, video movies game based movies. on video games. Yeah, but I mean, every single one has been shit. Every single one. Uh, name a yeah. good one. Okay, here's here's what I will say. This movie is not a good rendition of the video game, but it was fucking popular and successful. Resident if you Evil, say the first uh, one. Okay, good. The I first was about one. to say. The first the one. The first Resident Evil was successful and popular. It has nothing to do with the original film or the fucking the movie or the um the the video game. The video game. It is not in any way a good rendition of the video game, but it is a popular film that I think was well made for the time it was made. Okay. And it, it made a lot of money, which That's is why fair. they made so many fucking sequels That's that fair. were all bad. And here's the th- and the funny thing about it: the worse they got, the more you had to define yourself as like, "I'm a Resident Evil fan." The video games, not the movies. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly, dude. Because <laughs> I love the fucking video games for Resident Evil; they're amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. Most most of them. Uh, most but, of them. But and especially when they started remaking like the old ones new now, like brand new did die. Yep. I think what they've done two and three. I think they maybe did the first one remake, but um, they're yeah, all they great the, at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, agreed. Um, but yeah, like that one. Uh, ooh, um, another one not to shit on this guy. Um, but can we do like a back and forth here, man? Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm just <laughs> I, I saw one and I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> All right, you did so, too. I did too. Go ahead. So yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, one other one that I got here, and maybe you might disagree with me, but especially with what's going on in our country right now, we got the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I think they could really, you know, marketing wise, 
if they do it correctly and if they get the right people to do it. Um, to Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, right? But think about what they could do with it now. How many courtroom dramas have you watched and been like, fuck, they're doing it, they're doing it so well now. Think of how well they can do that with To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, right? I wonder, it would be, it would be interesting to see who they would cast for it. But... Yeah. That, yeah, I could see that. But, like... Yeah, I mean, obviously, I I don't have any cast choices at the no, moment. I mean, but I'm just no, I mean, I don't have fan favorites, but I I think they could do a good To Kill a Mockingbird remake. I don't disagree with you. It would be interesting to see how they do it. Right. Um. It, it all depends on execution. They could oh, do it 100%. and it could turn turn into complete shit. Yeah. But yeah. I'm just. I would. I would be very interested to see how they would move go about that because that would be. Or like what the what the new focus right would be in the movie because mm-hmm. they would definitely shift it right a bit right. especially for well, more I, modern I was about times. To say, would would they keep it? Would you rather see it like them do a period piece of To Kill a Mockingbird from the same time that the old one was set at? Because the old one was set right before the civil uh, civil rights movement. Or would you like them to update it to now? like the Black Lives Matter movement. I would say, I think personally, they could definitely go about doing it to update it because I think that would be, I think that would be a safer bet and it would be more impactful, right? Like that would be the, the in my opinion, the move, right? Where if you're going to do this remake uh, or reboot or whatever, reimagining, you're taking the, the core of the story and repurposing it for today, which is what I think is so important about. And that's actually what I like about watching old, old movies because Mm -hmm. you're seeing what the climate of that day was. Right. Right. I mean, you even look back at a movie like Tropic Thunder and what people could get away with as far as comedy. Right. Yeah. Which great fucking movie. I love that movie. Yeah. Thought it was amazing, but that doesn't mean that anyone could get away with making that right now. No, do you know what I mean? Not so at all. to me, that it was would a be, risky move at the time. It was, <laughs> but and like, somehow they pulled it off. Hell yeah! But like, I mean, that was a star-studded cast. But um, oh, hundred percent. But you know, that's where you can kind of see the change over time I think that that would be a really cool thing to make more current than anything else uh, um, so you know who I would get so because you asked me like well we kind of like hovered over casting choices for yeah. Tequila Mockingbird to replace Gregory Peck Daniel Day-Lewis Oh, yeah. yeah. I can see that. 100%. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. think about Absolutely. that shit. Absolutely. Yeah. Andy Lewis is a good fucking actor, dude. Yeah, 100%, dude. <laughs> um, Hang on. Let me see. Where am I? Oh, no. No, you here uh, on this page. Okay. Um. Oh, so this is a, a movie that that um doesn't really need to be remade, uh, but it's kind of like 
corny and they could do a remake, not to shit on this guy's grave or anything like that. Um, but uh, A Knight's Tale was very popular in its time when it was made. Mm, but I think if that given they, enough time, I think if they said tomorrow that they're going to remake A Knight's Tale, I think a lot of people would be upset. I But you have to give it some they? time. I mean, I know I wouldn't be pumped about it. I don't know that I would be super pumped about it, but I think that they could do a good job. Now, here's the thing, right? Because that movie could go one way or the other in terms of being silly and not, and the original was silly. Like, it, it was, was a it sillier had, it, rendition. It was silly and serious at the same time. Yeah. Yes. So they could lean one way or the other. I would be interested more so to see how they would remake it, right? Because I am a fan of the original I would say by a decent amount. Like, I think it was a very fun, good movie that came out when it came out. Um, when did that release? God. Um, a Night's Tale. Oh, one, right? Like, that movie was good. And Heath Ledger is, was a fucking amazing actor, right? Yeah. Um, and he, that was more up his alley at the time, too, because he was, I mean, he came from fucking playing, like, uh, what is it? 10 things I hate about you in like a fucking rom-com type shits where he was like a silly dude kind of yeah. playing like, you know, that kind of, that kind of shit. Um, dude, but Heath Ledger was so good. Sorry. You just reminded me. Heath Ledger was so good. He was in a lifetime movie. Okay. And you know, mm-hmm. all those lifetime movies, they're bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. but this was a story about a kid who was like abducted when he was young. And this abductor basically, um, you know, sexually molested him um, throughout his life right. yeah. until he was a teenager. That teenager right. was played by Heath Ledger. Okay. That Lifetime movie, I still think about it. It was Damn. so fucking good. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Heath Ledger was a good-ass fucking actor, dude. So, like, that's where, for me, right, I'm, I'm, I don't want to, like, shit on the dude. And again, like... Paul Bettany as Jeffrey Chaucer, he's played, mm-hmm. he's a great actor. Like, there's a lot of really good actors. I like, um, what I can't pronounce this guy's name, Alan Tudyk, Tudyk? Yep, Alan Tudyk, yep. Yeah, he plays, um, God, I mean, he was in Death and a Funeral, right? Like, a fucking funny movie. He's very funny as an actor. Um, and, and I think that the, that cast overall played really well together and they definitely made that movie more successful for it. But I would be interested to see a more serious version of a Knight's Tale mm-hmm. and what that would look like. Do you know what I mean? Fair. Like I, not, okay. a, not a remake if you're, shot for shot, but like something here's the thing. reimagined about it. Here's the thing. If they made it more serious and not lighthearted <laughs> and they made it like serious, like Braveheart where yeah, they can like sprinkle in elements of funny where they can sprinkle in elements of funny, but for the most part, it's really fucking serious. Yes. I could see that working. And that's that's kind of where I'd be like, I think that that would make it a successful film on its own, where it would be like a knight's tale of a guy coming from nothing, taking it really seriously, and like being beaten down nonstop, and, a, and a, you know, having to forge these documents and risk his own life and shit with, with very little lightheartedness to build you up, but, like, just drive and determination and seriousness. Right. I think that that would be really fucking cool to see. I agree. Yeah, now that now that you framed it that way, I, I would be very interested in watching that. Yeah. 
So like those, th- like that's a that's there's a couple movies that I've been a fan of in the past that I think would be really cool to see remade like that, kind of in an entirely different way from what made it popular, right? Like I think yep. what made that movie popular was how kind of uh, lighthearted it was. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. My last one here. Um, I had it. Fuck. What was that one with Sean Connery <laughs> and he's like. He's like recruiting superheroes and monsters and shit. Oh, <laughs> League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes, that yeah. one. I'm going to tell you right now, they could definitely remake that <laughs> in almost any way and it would be better. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to show that to my wife and she's like, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> I mean, now would be the time to do it. You know, comic book movies are fucking super popular. Yeah, well, because so, we watched we watched Penny Dreadful, um, which until the last season was good. Um, and dude, it that was, show got so weird. That show ended in the shittiest way it could possibly end. I think Literally, it got canceled though. Everything until the last season. Well, no, because it actually fi- the story finished. Unless they knew ahead of time they were getting canceled, and they just chose to write the ending. But maybe like th- literally, I think I can't remember how many seasons. Like three, four. It's three. The first two seasons, great, fucking awesome. The last season, dog shit. Um, but like. Dorian Gray is in there and I like their rendition of Dorian Gray and I told my wife about it and going like hey like there's this movie with a guy with Dorian Gray in it because she's like how do you know about his story or whatever because it's a weird obscure story I was like oh yeah this other movie that I saw as a kid not a good movie and she's like oh let's watch it and I was like okay I told you it wasn't good yeah it's up to you but all right oh man but yeah, but yeah they could that, they could definitely redo that yeah they could they could I mean, and have no fucking, one would complain. No, they could no have their way with that. Complain. Nobody would even bat an eye. They wouldn't have to do anything different except for, you know, have better actors other yeah. than Sean. I mean, Sean Connery is a good actor, but that was just not. I don't think that was the movie for him. No, that was not. That was no, not. A good it was movie. not. No, it was not. It's not like it's, I mean, it's not like you're saying like, oh, let, let's remake The Rock. Like nobody needs to do that. <laughs> that movie's amazing. Right. He's yeah, a great actor. Leave it alone. Yeah. Leave, leave that one alone. alone. But fuck. free sucker. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh-huh. no, I mean that's that's the there's you know there's a couple other ones that I could kind of pick out, but I don't think would be as well like received in terms of like remake. Um, so, well, actually, so there's one that I think could be remade, and I don't think anyone would really give that much of a shit. Van Helsing, because um, I like the story, but uh, but I've always liked retellings of Dracula stories. Like a lot, um, so and, and this was just a different side of it. Um, again, good actor, uh, yeah. and then the the chick Kate Beckinsale, super hot, um, super but then, good like, actress. When you're, when you're watching Van Helsing, you're like, "What the fuck is Wolverine doing here?" Yeah, like, right. That's, I mean, but he's a wolf, so he's like, "Hey, got it, cool. This is what he does in his off time." Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but that's the kind of thing where like. It was kind of just not like it was it was fine. And I'm sure it was like successful enough monetarily, but eh, like it wasn't it, it didn't strike me as like I give a fuck about this movie. Do you know what I mean? And right. I really like retellings of Dracula stories yeah. Yeah, from either side. I just think they're fucking cool. Dracula is a really cool character to center a lot of shit around. Um, so that's why like uh, God, I can't even remember the fucking name of the movie. It might even just be Dracula. But like. Or no, Dracula Untold Stories. Great movie. Or Untold Story or whatever. Super fucking um, 
was that Dracula Untold? Uh, yeah, Dracula Untold in 2014. Fucking awesome story. I loved it. Luke Evans as Dracula. Um, really, really cool. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I really, really, really liked that story. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I just thought it was really fucking cool. Um, and it, it, it like even came like where Dracula became a vampire from a different master vampire. Like he wasn't like OG where like he is in a lot of other things. Um, like he wasn't like gifted Dracula, like being a Dracula from the devil. You know, yeah. it was like, oh, here's a fucking another vampire that gave him his powers. Um, it's just cool. I, I liked it. I just liked the whole idea behind it. And I liked a lot of other things like when they do reimaginings of Dracula stories. So um, Van Helsing, I think, would be a really cool remake that I don't think a lot of people would give a fuck if they made one. You know, um, and along <laughs> the along those same li- those that same line is um, D- when DC movies between 2000 2010 were coming out, mm-hmm. they were all dog shit. So on that same line, you could also remake Jonah Hex. You could also remake. Well, I don't think this is DC. And and Catwoman with Halle Berry, obviously. You could remake Ghost Rider too. Oh, well, I mean, I hope they do, and I hope it's not <laughs> shitty. So bad. I think that's Marvel, though. It that is Marvel. Marvel. It is. It is Marvel. It is Marvel. The first time I think uh, he ever showed up was in a Spider-Man comic. Mm. Um, but yeah, ter- dog shit. Dog shit movie. Sorry, Nick Cage. Yeah. Dog shit. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's. I think there's a lot of really cool superhero movies that they could remake because that was in the time when, again, the the first. Um, Spider-Man movies were coming out and they became financial fucking humongous successes so they were like let's grab all the properties let's pick every fucking property we can find we're gonna layer the fucking market with this shit Um, and and they could remake a lot of those now and I think they would be better that's why I think like the like the Netflix doing the TV shows Mm -hmm. was fantastic because clearly you had Daredevil uh, the movie Daredevil you had the movie Elektra they were yeah. all dog, you know, dog well, shit. And they like don't that. have to invest a bunch of money mm-hmm. into movies or, or properties that could be, you know, a huge flops and have people get super invested. They could watch one episode and go, nah. <laughs> yeah. And they also have a lot more, um, like, time to explain a story. Um, yes. Telling 100%. a story about a superhero, especially one that actually has, like, more content in its personal, like, in the human as well as the superhero is hard to do in a movie. Yeah. Right. I like agree. It, it is easier to do in a, in that cheaper in a TV show, TV yeah. show format. <laughs> I think they really, I think, I mean, this is kind of going off topic, but when it comes to Marvel, I think they finally found their stride with uh, Captain America when they did mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Because the first Captain America, the first like half of it was amazingly told you got a sense for who Steve Rogers was, what yeah. he stood for, and you showed that arc in a perfect light. Whereas the second half of Captain America, I kind of feel like they just like said, okay, what do we do now? Um, because like there is such a, I feel there's such a difference between the first half of the movie and the second half because the first half was just all set up. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the setup was done fantastically, but then by the end of it, they're like, okay, just he's going to fight Red Skull here and... Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> the end. <laughs> the end. But yeah, yeah. I, I 100% agree with what you're saying. Like, you could easily do that so much more in a show versus a movie. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like you could do that with any, any, 
any movie I think you could do that with, though. I don't, I don't agree with that. I think that if there's, <clears throat> because there's so much base content for these characters, because they have existed for so long, that's why it, they could be flushed out in a, in a film more. But, like, you talk about, I mean, you can't just take any movie and turn it into a show and make it better. Like, I think okay. that that's, like, Goodwill Hunting. Okay. That's not a show. Okay. Okay. That's a that's a superb film. Here, okay. Here's why I said that. Okay, because I just rewatched Tenet. Have you watched Tenet yet? No. It is fucking confusing. The 100%. 2020 film, yeah. Yes, Tenet. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a good looking movie. Christopher Nolan always has beautiful looking movies. Mm-hmm. But the idea is so fucking advanced. You cannot <laughs> fit it into a two and a half hour movie. Like sure. he's just like he's just like he's over like he's trying to cram it into a jar and he's like fucking plot get in the jar. Get see, in there. Even something like that, you would probably then be better served with a with a two part film, right? But, like but like I feel like if they were to do it as a mini series, not like a show that's gonna have multiple seasons. But mm-hmm. just a one-season miniseries <laughs> show, yeah. and you can flush out the entire idea in a timely manner instead of just being like, hey, here's this thing, and this thing, and this thing does that, and this thing does this, and blah, 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 which is what the fucking movie did, which is why you have to watch it three times before you understand what the fuck is happening. Yeah. Whereas I feel like if like you turn that into a miniseries show, just a one-season show, <clears throat> the idea gets more flushed out. It becomes more comprehensible, mm-hmm. and it's just overall more enjoyable. So that's why I made that statement. But yes, you're right. Goodwill Hunting is not a series. <laughs> yeah, right. Like there's, I mean, there's a lot of like I would say my favorite movies would definitely not work as series. However, I understand what you're saying. There's a lot of, and there's a lot of like movies that critics would be that like they laugh at and say like this is overcomplicated and stupid and like whatever. I mean. Granted, I I don't necessarily agree with this. It is it is silly how like complex they tried to make it, but I get it because the story. But like um, Inception, right? Everyone was like, "Oh, Inception!" So like, dream within a dream within a dream within a dream. Ooh, like ooh, more complicated. Like I don't, I still don't think that that movie could have been better served as a multi-parter. No, I don't. I don't. I think the problem, I mean, with that is people's attention spans. Well, yeah, because you do have to. Hella short. You have to pay attention to that movie. I mean, if I didn't figure it out in the first watching, I definitely had it nailed down in the second. Yeah. So I don't think it was that. Like, I don't think Inception is an example of that, but Tenet definitely is. I don't doubt that. Um, I I bet you you know it would be a really cool remake. Um, from what I heard, I did not watch it. Uh, Dark Tower. If they just remade that and made that better. Yeah. Well, I mean, from what I heard, they fit like three books into one movie. And see, that's the kind of shit, right? Remake it and split the fucking parts. Yeah. Like that's the, the like when you try and fit too much in one film, that is where you you're just gonna have a bad fucking time. You yeah. are. It Agreed. is. It, it will end so fucking poorly for you, and that's Agreed. that's the problem, right? Like that's where you know people hate movies. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Uh, So I think that about wraps it up here. Mm -hmm. Um, Generally, we try. I I shoot to keep this for around an hour. We failed on that tonight. Oh, yeah. 
Um, but uh, well, it was we have a lot an open of fun. topic, man. It's just it's it's fun to talk about. You have so oh, yeah, much to 100%. talk about. Hundred percent. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, I definitely had a lot of fun talking mm-hmm. about remakes. We haven't done an episode like that in a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so no listener mails today. Uh, send emails to cinemafromthedarkside at gmail.com if you want uh, to answer any questions on the show, anything you want. And, yeah, that about wraps it up. Thank you again so much for listening, and we will see you next time on Cinema From the Dark Side.